0: quiet now be calm that is one of the translations of the rebuke of the order Jesus gave to the sea after having rebuked the wind and the translation used today says peace be still if you ever find yourself in the midst of a storm you will understand the feeling of the apostles and their gospel passage of this morning but before then let us get back to the context the background of this experience Jesus to the apostles Come, let us go across to the other side. Jesus invited them to leave the crowd and move over to another side. He had taught the crowd and he was becoming popular, and if you like, famous. Compare this to the experience in John chapter 6, where after having fed the multitude with very few bread they wanted to make him a king and he sent the disciples away and crossed left the crowd and went away very often in life we forget that life is dynamic life is a constant movement constant change constant search for something better not just different christian life christian mission christian pastoral life spiritual life for the individual for the church for the nation is dynamic at some point you have to tell yourself or listen to the invitation of the lord it is time to move to the other side crossover Today when we hear about crossover, it is this massive deception by so-called men of God who manipulate our people in their poverty and misery. In order probably to extort some money from them. But the crossing over to the other side that Jesus was saying was exploring something different that will give you another experience of the living Lord. Come, let us go across to the other side. And especially for priests and seminarians and bishops, you will soon be going on apostolic work, pastoral experience. Be careful when the crowd begins to drown your relationship with God, drown your attention. That is the time you must learn to leave the crowd the crowd is no measure barometer of your spiritual growth fame hailing you that is the time to move to the other side i'm noticing something that is happening to me as the bishop of Onsoka. everywhere i go people are telling me oh we are listening to your homily you are speaking truth to power nonsense christians in nigeria are no longer listening to the christian message They are no longer listening to the invitation to conversion, to fight the corruption in our heart before we can fight the corruption outside. When you talk about love, forgiveness, reconciliation, even your priests get angry and frustrated at you. But once you open your mouth to say the government is unjust, then you become a hero and they hail you. Leave that crowd and cross to the other side our Christianity has become a Christianity of noises and all preachings are always meant for the other people tell them they don't listen are you listening so I'm telling you future priests brother priests Jesus knew when to invite his disciples let us cross over to the other side and you may have been trying a particular system or style even of studies Of spiritual growth, of interpersonal relationship, and you have constantly been encountering problems or even maybe registering some success. Have you asked yourself
1: whether the time
0: has not come now for you to try something better? Are you listening to the Spirit or are you now stuck in the mud? of what is convenient because it is familiar, and they got into the boat. They took him just the way he was, no preparations, he just got into the boat, sat in the stern and fell asleep. Those who had any doubt that Jesus was truly mad, he should read this passage again. He fell asleep. He was tired and exhausted. Somehow, he was also frustrated by the lack of understanding of the people, including his own close friends. I'm really in the middle of the sea. The winds came and the storm tossed their boots up and down.
1: and they uh, they
0: And suddenly, the pilot gives a sign of fastening your seat belts. And beyond that, a voice comes from the cockpit warning you that we are passing through turbulence and it may last for some time, but don't worry. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry until you hear the first boom, boom. (laughs) And the thing in front of you falls on top of you. And the plane suddenly loses water. The apostles had no experience of an aircraft. They were using the boat. When we talk about this storm, the boat, You will not understand, except you are taking a boat ride in the sea. And when this type of thing happens, and suddenly, even the masks, oxygen masks, fall. That (laughs) means we have arrived, and the pilot, for instance, announces, I'm sorry, we are losing control of this aircraft. There is a joke that. (laughs) <laughs> at a point in one such flight the pilot announced that they were losing control of the aircraft and there was a priest in the flight and they told him father we are about to die so what do we do now so he removed his cap and started going for collection because that for him was the most important thing collection that's why that was the most central thing but if you find yourself, nobody has not been really on that position, you can be anyway. You find yourself in that position, you will understand the apostles. Master, do you not care? We are going down. You can read spiritual authors today who will tell you the apostles, we are panicking and therefore they thought and that they should have known Jesus is that. This is the one you write when you read it as a story, until you experience it. If those men had reacted differently, they would not have been normal human beings. Here we are with a man whom we have seen walk miracles, and he asked us to get into this. By the way, didn't he know? Didn't he foresee the problem we would get into? And he is asleep. okay are you well one thing about true christian prayer is that it is honest it comes from the heart you may not use the right words but those are the words that express your immediate feeling about god at that moment don't worry They will change their prayer to a reflection, to a meditation. Who is this man? I did say it in another occasion that is the occasion of where Jesus walked on the sea to meet the apostles to calm the storm. I did say it that the fact that you are obeying God's command and doing what he told you to do does not mean you will not encounter difficulties. But it means he will always be there to help you because he knows you are there. He told them, let us get into the boat. And they got into the boat to cross over with them to the other side. Another experience. And now, look at this difficulty. My dear brothers, no real change comes without turbulence. It's not possible. Nigeria has been at an uh, a static, decaying position. Some people are agitating. Let us cross to another side. Let us try another system. Let us do something differently. And any attempt to move a little turbulence, hell will be let loose, so to speak turbulence from everywhere and bear in mind that for the Israelites of the time of Jesus the sea represented the greatest threat to human beings it was the expression of evil because it contained all the terrible creatures and it had uncontrollable forces and if then in the sea you encounter wind when there is no tree to even break the wind, worse still. And now the sea in the middle of this evil, troubled and troublesome environment comes the wind even in addition. And that is the experience of any Christian, any individual human being who really wants to move from the comfort zone To another side if you like you can stay in one place but also at some time there will be storm in that place where you are there is no place you will be in life that guarantees you a stormless sail on the sea of life so it is better you encounter the storm while trying to move than that you encounter it because you are lazy But the fact that you encounter, it does not necessarily mean you have taken the wrong decision or you are in the wrong direction. No. It means that that storm, those winds are parts of life. But when the storm comes, remember then, that is the time to remember, there is a powerful source of energy always nearby. The most powerful source of energy in life is always nearby. Sometimes we think even outside, nearby, inside you, dormant. Dormant is just another word for sleeping. Dormant. And the storm invites you to turn to him and awaken the power that he has left inside you. St. Augustine says that the storms of life waken the sleeping Christ inside every Christian. The storms of temptation. The storms of challenges, resistance, hardship. As I said, this country, for instance, in our attempt or in our desire to move to the other side, we have met turbulence, the worst forms of evil especially violence, corruption and manipulation and we cry to the Lord are you asleep? are you asleep? don't you care? this nation is perishing this your church even the church if you watch my coat of arms episcopal coat of arms carefully always carried in diocesan publications will see a boat on the sea that boat represents the church and the sea is not level it is stormy because that is the constant experience of the church but right now the storm in the church is trying to sink that church from the holy see the holy see is the vatican the pope and those working with him because sometimes they are no longer speaking with one voice down to us bishops some of us opposing the pope some of us opposing one another down to priests who are no longer listening to their bishops you heard of supporters of one priest recently who wanted to pull down the cathedral in order to defend their priests
1: and you hear priest who suddenly woke up as
0: catholic priests and enter into one Pentecostal congregation and begin to say nonsense. That is the storm. And what do you do? The time of storm is not the time to jump out to. When the storm comes, that is the time to hold firm, wake up the sleeping giant. The Lord is nearby. Be conscious of his presence. And that is not the time to Ah, if they had tried to steer the boat in the opposite direction because they were stumped, that would have been the end of the story. Jesus would have been rescuing them from inside the water. <laughs> when you are in crisis, civilians. when you are passing through difficulties, emotional stress, you are bereaved, your parents, your father is dead, your mother is dead, suddenly. Or both of them, or you are facing a crisis in your vocation, you are sick, you are no longer even sure. That is not the time to take the decision to change course. That is the time to ask the Lord, are you asleep? Because decisions taken under the storm are not likely to be serene. Because, your instincts are not all there. Anxiety and panic distorts the order of the relationship between will and reason and the emotions. And this song, my dear brothers, yes, I say the church is facing turbulence, the nation is facing turbulence. You as an individual, you face turbulence. But, The worst storms are the ones that come from inside. Whether for a nation, for a society, for the church, and for you, for me, the ones that come from inside. Remember I told you the sea and those storms represent the forces of evil. The forces of evil, when we talk about you will, all the preachings, most of the preachings you will hear today is about God counting the storm in your life all your enemies will perish and your weather will be clear and they will reach your destination in Jesus name and they will be shouting Amen the storm inside your heart is worse worse than your enemies outside the turbulence caused by the conflict between your emotions by the order created by your desires. Sin is the worst evil in the life of a human being. Sin. Lord, Master, don't you care. We are going down. Are you watching me sink? Are you watching this church sink? Are you watching those diocese go down? Are you watching this country go down? Your world? Who is this man? Who could speak to the wind. The first reading from the book of Job says, Hey, young man, Job was suffering and the uh, storm in his life made him wonder. He started questioning God and asking so many questions. Correct! Natural prayer, natural feelings, spontaneous. God said, Now let me speak. Job, were you there when I set boundaries to the earth? When I told the waters where they should look cross When I said the farmament where it should belong Well, this is a picturesque way of saying it Just as the account in the book of Genesis is a picturesque way of describing that God is the source of everything that is and of the things that are the way they are In the beginning, God created heaven and earth The world was a formless void and the Spirit will not ever waters. And God said, God said. And John chapter 1 tells us, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and God with the Word was God. And through Him, everything that was made came to be. Nothing exists except through that Word. God said, Who is this man? He is that word through whom the universe came into existence. So, he stands up again and says, I put you where you are. Enough. Even in his sleep, the church fathers would tell us, his divinity was still active. Well, if I refer again to the prayer of the apostles, no matter how defective some people may find them, I think it is natural. When you move a little from your panic, anxiety, and fear, uh you will see how close God has always been. And unlike the apostles, you will not be saying, you will not be asking, who is this? Rather, you will be singing with the psalmist, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And I am also imploring you as seminarians to be honest with God. Honest with yourselves. Honest with God. Each of us goes through moments of crisis. Moments of turbulence. Very often we try to hide it from everybody. And it tends to destroy us. Maybe that turbulence would have Cleared the rubbish. Because after passing through a storm, you always come out stronger. Always. The Chinese will tell you that what doesn't kill a man makes him strong, strengthens him. And if you see, sometimes the winds come and the old trees that we should have cut are blown down. Then the younger ones are allowed to grow. So storms are not always negative. So when they come, may we also allow them to sweep out the negativities in our lives. One of my teachers in the seminary taught me, if you get into trouble, don't just ask, how do I get out of this? Also ask, what do I get out of this? And that is the potential of storm to clean up to strengthen to indicate a new dawn to bring us eventually to that other side Lord make us constantly aware of your being a partner in our journey even when we are when we think you may be sleeping Especially in troubled waters. Remind us that you are not far away from us. And may such troubles awaken in us our consciousness of your presence. And let that consciousness become a power that then will calm the winds and calm the waters. Amen. Amen.